0: You're now tuned into sixty-six point six FM. You know what time it is. You guys are tuned in to fm F M. That is Coon FM, playing all the classic hits for your like. Look at the Coon. Look at the Coon. Look at the Coon. God damn, and we can't forget about this gym right here. Koon 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 is is what about black black crime? Is Coon. 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 hey guys it's dj p.m aka dj porch monkey and i just want to let everyone know uh to continue their boycotts of the nfl because these guys shouldn't be disrespecting the flag like that or our military and our president and uh what the fuck is up with eminem he hasn't had a hit in years so um oh, what was that crappy ass freestyle disc? i rather listen to the uh baked alaska disc, you know towards eminem or even diamond and silk and i think i'm gonna play that right now so uh where you at gals come on <laughs> He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's your president. Trump's your president. So get over it. Stop crying like a baby and a little bit. You mad, you mad that Hillary Lops. Donna's ill try to tell you that Trump's a boss. He's a baller, a shot caller. I hope he builds that damn wall till he taller. Build that wall. Build it tall. Protect us all before this country falls. That shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airway. <laughs> mic check mic check where the is my check you now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes Alright, let me go ahead and get this turned down what is going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned into episode 100 of durags and boat shoes got a hundred of them things finally touched down because i figured frauds never hit a lick before so they don't know the feeling when them things get across Word to hove But uh, what's going on everybody I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been rocking with me from the jump Or who's been rocking with me since episode 99 Uh, Just thank you so so much And uh, we got some things coming for you in the future Very near future Some merchandise Um, We'll also have uh, I'm trying to work on Um you know getting a camera set up and things like that, but that'll be a while from now. Start uh filming some of the episodes, especially when I have guests, uh, just so y'all can just kind of witness the uh, interactions and things of that sort. And uh, maybe get a YouTube channel popping, or like I said last week, get, a, get the website popping and just host it directly on there and upload the uh, episodes there. Um, let's see what is going on. I guess we're gonna turn on that summer jam screen uh see what images y'all like and dislike and uh let get this show on the road so first things first uh man what is going on with your man's larry flint he's about that life i guess he took out a full page ad in the wapo and uh and the ad is basically uh saying he got 10 million dollars for any evidence that will get the cheeto in chief up out the damn paint now i sat down and i talked to my wife uh, you know, I'm gonna have to, you know, get my gigolo back on, so I'm gonna hit the gym for a little bit. You know, I have been losing a little bit of weight. I'm down about 13 pounds right now. Feeling good, feeling sexy. But uh, I'm gonna have to hit the gym a little bit harder. You know, get that six pack popping. You know what I'm saying? Get them pecs flexing and get them uh, biceps uh, doing their thing and have them glistening in the sunlight for uh, the first lady because I need to be pillow talking with her and see what can i do uh to get her to release that information so i can get that 10 million dollars that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to do that's life goals right there so i'm gonna see what i what i can do uh people are talking about uh president trump the cheeto in chief is using a decoy with uh or a duplicate a doppelganger i don't know whatever you want to call it for a uh the first lady and uh i don't really give two shits if he's using a doppelganger or whatnot for his first lady i could give two shits i know she hates the job and she's just a prisoner there in that white house but it is what it is i'm a sweet talker and a uh, pillow talk and see what i can do to get that 10 million dollars so if y'all see that i've stopped at episode 130 and don't nothing else happen that mean i got that 10 million dollars and y'all leave me to fuck alone okay <laughs> all right so let's see what else is going on in that good old summer jam screen so uh this is the 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 week uh excuse me uh this is the week of the 15th i always start my weeks out on a sunday But on the 16th uh october sixteenth, 1968 so 39 years ago you know was the day that that infamous photo of tommy smith and john carlos at the 68 olympics uh you know was you know they raised their fist at the 68 olympics so 39 years ago so we're creeping up on 40 years next year but i did not know peter norman the white guy in the photo i didn't know uh that he was actually part of fighting a good fight You know, uh, Smith and Carlos only had one pair of gloves and he suggested to them that they, you know, use that pair, you know, use one, put one on the right hand, other put one on the left hand. And then he also wore a pin on his jacket that read Olympic Projects for Human Rights. Uh, The U.S. team had those pins on their track jackets and things like that. And he knew what was going on. He was an Australian runner and he knew what the Australian government was doing with their miscegenation laws. And then also what they were doing with their uh, white only uh, immigration policies and uh, what they were doing to the aboriginal people, the indigenous people in uh, Australia. So he knew some fuck shit was up. So he asked one of the U.S. I think row team members to uh, use one of the pins to, you know, make a statement on the podium also for human rights. He was a human rights activist on the low. And, um, you know, Carlos and Smith came home to some bullshit. You know but this man was ostracized by the whole continent of australia whole ass continent didn't fuck with him even though this man came in second place and he still holds the fastest time for australia in the 200 meters race right and then even in the um the munich games in 72 he wasn't invited even though he qualified over and over at different events uh you know this man was ostracized so much that he uh you know couldn't find work He ended up being like a gym teacher, and then he was even a butcher at one point. And then uh, I believe the the man died of either a heart attack or something like that. He suffered a a bad health from alcoholism. And uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos spoke at his funeral, and they were also pallbearers at his funeral. So now there's a statue um, out west of Smith and Carlos, but the second place podium is you know empty without peter norman on there so it's one of those things where it's like it's a dope statue but we have to you know honor that man too and i I couldn't imagine coming back home to your home country and you bringing home the silver medal and uh you know you speaking up for human rights you know in, in a silent way and you just come home and they just treat you like shit And uh, he wasn't invited to the um, Sydney Olympics. He wasn't invited to his home, you know, that was hosted by his home country to participate, you know, as an Australian, um, you know, representative. And uh, this man just he just lived, um, you know, just suffered a horrible life uh, from being on that national stage and quote unquote embarrassing his country, you know, back in 68 and he what they didn't the the, the uh, continent of australia didn't apologize to uh, this man until he was dead and gone in the ground you know kind of like how they do here in america when uh you know they wrongfully convict somebody and they die in prison and then 30 40 years later they're like oh we made a mistake so we want to apologize for it you know it's just no no that is fucking unacceptable so uh peter norman uh, just read, just read up about him. There's many articles online about what he went through, and the, the 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 being an ally. That was being a true ally, and you know believing in you know what those brothers was doing and things of that sort. And with uh, Smith and Carlos, and uh, man, that is just tough. I I just couldn't imagine that feeling. You know, you riding this high, this wave. You didn't win the silver. You know. And, uh, you know, you didn't set a world record, you know, you set a record for your country and it's still the fastest time. But you come home and, you know, you, you catch in hell and then you got to fuck around and be a goddamn butcher and people just looking at you with disgust and things like that because, you know, you wasn't on code with white supremacy. That's when we talk about white supremacy as a global system there's a there's all kind of smaller systems you know that these uh, bigots use and things of that sorts but it all connects to the larger system of you know white is right and of the social hierarchy like i said it goes white yellow red brown black you know from top to bottom supposedly in this system so that is that is tough and that is disgusting and um i'm sorry this man went through that and i you know i I learned something new i learned something brand spanking fucking new um sticking in the sports realm did y'all see the nba started a couple nights ago uh god damn did y'all see what happened to gordon hayward that was nasty he went off on the back screen for a lob came down on one foot and his uh, fucking ankle did the millie Rock. It was just it just looked like a snap. Like you just seen the whole Cavs bench, cause it happened right in front of the Cavs bench. They just all hopped up and cringed and the whole the whole arena just went silent. So I wish him a speedy recovery. Uh he's a he's a he's a decent player, he's a good player. Uh he was supposed to lead the uh the Boston Celtics with Kyrie Irving into you know the eastern conference finals at least if they could get through washington um you know to meet the cleveland cavaliers and then what the fuck was kyrie irving doing like he up here hitting all these uh cavalier handshakes and shit like that like if he wanted to do all that bullshit why don't you stay a cavalier you know what i'm saying you up here hitting all the secret handshakes and shit that you had with each team member and they're like fuck out of here like you're supposed to be having that Mamba mentality, you know what I'm saying? Like it would have been cold if you would have just stopped doing the secret handshakes and shit, you know, just shook their hands like okay, or just dapped them up or something like that. But I feel like this whole situation with uh, Kyrie and LeBron that could have been resolved with a sit down with them face to face, you know. But Kyrie, I think it was just him being so young and so prideful and him wanting to be the man. Uh, you know, I wish him the best of luck, but there's a lot of there's a lot of good guards out here, especially point guards in the NBA. Like you got Russell Westbrook, you got John Wall. I mean, Chris Paul, even though he's kind of sloping down, and um, uh, you got James Harden, who can he shocked me last year. I felt like he should have got the MVP if Russell Westbrook didn't didn't average a triple double. It it, it would have been on it would have been on uh, uh, the chef. James Harden cuz he he was doing his fucking thing. He was doing he was really doing his thing. But um yeah, that's uh yeah, just you know, Gordon Hayward, uh don't go watch that video. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. It is tough to watch seeing that ankle snapping and then just dangling and his his leg is faced one way and the foot is turned another way and just swinging like a helicopter, you know. It's like goddamn like like he was listening to P. D. Pablo or some shit like that. It's just woo Disgusting. And uh speaking of disgust, uh, let's talk about your president, the Cheeto in Chief, is just lying so much that you know people are just you know they're just fed up and they're just like, Okay, I got a good sound bite now. So uh you know he tried to throw salt on former president Barack Obama by alluding that uh president obama didn't call the families of fallen soldiers during his presidency i'm sorry fallen soldiers during his presidency and uh right now because trump is in hot water because of what happened over in niger and you know they're just seeing you know when are you going to call the families have you talked to the families yet you know just standard stuff you know they asked the president barack obama that too and you know it, it, when uh, different situations happened during his presidency he's like yes i did you know sometimes he even visited the families made late night uh flights to uh, their cities and things of that sort and uh man the former uh department of justice head uh i forgot the guy's name but he was talking spicy boy he he, he was spitting that curry you know level 10 on twitter when uh he called out president trump i forgot the, the brother's name eric holder yeah go to his twitter and it might still be up there i don't know if it is but uh he actually tweeted out a photo of uh the president saluting a fallen soldiers family And he he was tight. He was tight about that because Trump just be lying just for no reason, just be lying to get that heat off of him. He's like a child. When you call him out about his tweets face to face, he just always tries to lie and deflect about something because that's all he does is just sit up. And I just feel like he just sit up, watch TV and tweet. That's what he does. And it's funny how you got people watching his Twitter and they can pinpoint exactly uh, what show he was watching. And at that time and it is just like wow this dude's a fucking idiot but he's in hot water now with everyone who has common sense you know for his insensitive remarks uh, telling the widow of Sergeant LaDavid Johnson that uh, you know he made the call to her and he said that he knew what he was signing up for rest in peace to the Sergeant LaDavid Johnson he said that to the widow he knew what he was signing up for now Trump was on Twitter tweeting about the nfl kneeling uh national pro- national anthem uh uh debacle and this wasn't about protesting the flag or the country this was about bringing awareness to social injustice that people of color suffer you know through police brutality through uh non-equity uh unequal treatment under the law just everything right and he was just tweeting about, you know, our soldiers and the flag and, you know, and all this other shit just sounding just real hillbilly-ish. Because you're really, when, when bigots say that, or suspected bigots, uh, they they want you to pledge allegiance to, you know, white supremacy. That's all it is. That's all it is. And that, and I told y'all and I gave y'all many, many, many examples of uh, white supremacy disguised as patriotism, you know. So, uh, you know, you see in this situation where this black soldier, you know, has passed away serving his country and uh, the, with this insensitive ass remark and then him for him to say that, you know, this man is just the biggest pile of shit. Just uh, just disgusting. Um, you know, the, it's, it's, it's just too much. It's too much and uh then they called him out on it you know reporters asking about him he's sitting up there with his arms folded like a child who got caught like a spoiled child who got caught doing something wrong but he knows that his mom or his daddy's gonna come up to the school and get him up out the trouble you know and uh, you know his mom and daddy are, you know are his supporters and uh the funny thing is about trump voters and uh, supporters is uh a, a friend of mine <coughs> i ain't gonna put her name on blast but she posted on her facebook you know the article about trump saying that and then in the comments she tagged a trump supporter who she works with and she she's friends with on facebook i don't know how she does that but you know um you know i got family that's trump supporters and i just unfollowed them but anyways um so she tagged him and you know and she said excuses And this man comes in here just blowing out his ass talking about, "Uh, we need to hear the full conversation in context. You know, we need to hear it in context. I'm like, wow. Like Trump was not lying when he said he could walk out to the middle of what, Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and his approval ratings would not go down when he was running for president. And this is the God's honest truth. You can bait a lot of these Trump supporters just with the goofiest shit. You know just like the grab him by the pussy thing Oh it's just locker room talk That's just how guys talk You know and shit like that and Just talk about yeah we out here just sexually assaulting women And shit like that It's like no no. But this is what happens When you let shit Fester and grow You know that's why I feel like we have this whole Harvey Weinstein thing Just bubbling and coming up to the, to the Forefront Is because we excused so much bullshit. and i'm talking about we as a country excuse not all of us but you know what i mean we as in the majority of this uh, country excuse so much bullshit from this president you know him grabbing you know women by the pussy. you know saying that and he's still elected president and then you move on to this next step and it's just so many women telling so many stories about being victims of sexual assault rape abuse sexual abuse for men in power and it's um, you know I appreciate every woman you know tweeting out the hashtag me too and you know some women telling their stories and uh, others who refuse to tell their stories because you know hey it's up to you if you want to share that kind of information but I hope that you have healed and you have moved on and uh, you know I hope you're not suffering Uh, but getting back to my point you know, this has been an open secret in Hollywood for years. I mean, Corey Feldman been on fucking The View, uh, Entertainment Tonight, um, Access Hollywood. Just all these different shows telling folks how, you know, it's just a big ass pedophilia ring in Hollywood. And people are just like, oh, Corey Feldman, he's just a failed child actor and all this other stuff. But you're seeing these huge Hollywood women come out and be like, yep this happened yep that happened and i don't want this to with so many women coming forward i don't want us the american people the american public to just dismiss it just like oh okay yep i feel sorry for you but then like two days later it's just you know business as usual because we need to address this shit we really do we really need to address you know these sexual assaults and then just these how these Powerful men are abusing their abusing their power and just preying on these young women. And you just hear all these jokes about the casting couch and just joking about just different shit and just these old nasty mofos just out here just doing disgusting shit. And I talked about it last week. That motherfucker uh, Harvey Weinstein was jacking off in a plant in front of a woman, like just whip this dick out and start jacking off into a plant it's disgusting and then you had the olympian i forgot her name uh she was talking about that she was uh sexually assaulted by you know one of the usa team doctors or whatever and he's already facing uh, uh, over a hundred charges of sexual assault and abuse and rape and different things like that and she's been catching hell from him since she was 13 and i think she's like 21 now and she was saying even at the last Olympics, she was getting abused by him and he would uh you know disguise it under this is some kind of medical treatment and shit like that and it's just it's just tough it's just it's tough seeing this and you know we just let so much shit you know fester grow and it's just you know america is just turning turning into just this this cesspool and i'm just glad that all these secrets are just coming out into the open uh but i I just didn't imagine that you know so many women have you know went through so many assaults and uh you know abuse you know at the hands of and not even just rich and powerful but just at the hands of just dusty motherfuckers too just older creepy men um you know boyfriends husbands you know spouses whatever you want to call it and it's just i'm sorry you know i'm just uh i'm just sorry to hear that and you know i just hope you know uh, the women who are tweeting out me too or sharing a facebook stash that says me too i just hope it just gives you that that release you know just that oh you know it just feels good to just kind of get it out there even though you didn't tell the whole story you don't need to you don't need to share and be some entertainment for some sick fuck you know um but just to have that just that saw moment you know and to feel like you're not alone and um yeah, but this is this is something that really needs to be addressed um, Under this sick system um, I feel like, uh, you know, racism and white supremacy goes uh, Racism is white supremacy goes hand in hand with patriarchy And, you know, I feel like patriarchy is Nothing but just rich and powerful men. it's not just your average dusty nigga on the street But, you know, that power structure of, you know, patriarchy Um... You know, it, it gives some men a sense of entitlement and uh, that they can do anything that they want. And, uh, you know, it's not right. It is just not right. And I know right now I'm sounding like a, a male feminist, but I'm not. I'm just a humanist. And, uh, you know, it's just it's, it, was, it it affected me deeply just seeing that. And I feel like I'm rambling, but, you know, I, I deeply hope you know because i had some family members uh tweet out that too and uh facebook status that and that's it was just tough to see that because a lot of these are stronger older women in my family um, so it's one of those things where it's just like fuck you know i didn't you know you know a lot of my family was walking around with this pain and things like that so um You know, I'm not just, I'm not going to spin this and, you know, say that, you know, it's just a feminist type thing. You know, this is just, this is a human thing. You know, I'm not going to shit on any feminist or any woman for that matter. You know, and, you know, I'm not going to talk about, you know, how this is, this could be used, you know, using women of color to, you know, get some kind of butter biscuits for white women to get cozy next to white supremacy. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. It's just... Something is very painful, you know, and I hope, you know, every woman out there has received the help that she needs. And if not, please seek it. You know, you don't need to be walking around with that pain. And it's never your fault. Since It's never your fault. I know it's me, a man saying that, but, you know, it's not. And I hope that you do know that. But um yeah, we have to stop letting this nasty, sick shit fester and grow. We have to start nipping this shit in the bud. And it's getting back to my point, how this was an open secret in Hollywood. And now Harvey Weinstein is being shunned by all these uh, these uh, companies and societies. But... How many of these, you know, these sick fucks are actually doing the same thing that he was doing? You know, I feel like it was a whole society of them. So he's like out of the academy and all this other shit. But it's just, you know, it's just he's the sacrificial. uh, I'm not going to say lamb, but he's the first one to go. And it's just time to start cleaning house. It really is. So. So it's just, you know, this is two things that just needs to be disrupted and destroyed so white supremacy and this predatory ass um, attitude that a lot of these men have but my nigga hove what do you gotta say well, don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen I smoke rocks I smoke rocks <laughs> <laughs> thank you Tyrone Biggums for that wonderful intro so moving on to selling hope like dope did y'all see Um, this was a trending topic on Twitter earlier, uh, earlier today on Wednesday, uh, man, earlier in this afternoon about, uh, sweet Dixie kitchen. Uh, (laughs) this is a, a restaurant in, uh, Long Beach, California and, uh, some restaurateurs or some customers were in there, uh. (laughs) and they saw employees bringing in two big boxes of popeye's chicken to the back and so the customer thought hmm let me order the chicken and waffles and see what's going on so she ordered the chicken and waffles they brought it out and she said it tasted like reheated uh, popeye's spicy chicken tenders and then uh, there was a chicken sandwich that uses spicy chicken tenders And they selling it for $13 a pop. And uh, this woman uh, who owns the restaurant, I forgot her name, something Sanchez, she basically admitted, somebody called her out on a Yelp review, and she admitted to using that, saying that she never, uh, they never claimed to make everything homemade, and she tried to make it sound like it was a collaborative effort. And, uh, man, it is and that is funny as fuck so basically she's sending employees out god damn quit texting me Uh, she's sending niggas out to go get Popeyes across the street and they bring it in in the back of the kitchen reheating it and throwing it in different dishes like chicken and waffles and spicy chicken if that ain't the epitome of selling hope like dope man she might have been fooling niggas for, for years doing that shit that is wild that is wild and crazy wild and crazy kids remember that but anyways uh man so you know the game fucked up i ain't got no friends and i done spent my last seventy thousand dollars on the drop top bins now i'm just playing uh rest in peace pimp c but uh selling hope like dope so besides the dixie kitchen (laughs) did y'all know that back in the 30s you know during uh, germany's nazi reign there was actually nazi sympathizers here in the goddamn states I-, I was doing a little bit of research and i was just like you know maybe there were sympathizers like these alt writers that these nazis that we have today and i came across uh, numerous articles about different groups like uh, nazi groups like friends of new germany and this was just the outright nazi group and they had marches across the country they were prominent out in the east coast and they had marches you know up and down through different neighborhoods out east through new york and new jersey and um and then that got dismantled and then all of a sudden we had the german american bund and that was a um, that was a Nazi group, but it hid behind the guise of Americanism. You know, they were big supporters of the flag. They said that uh, George Washington was the first fascist, and all this other shit. And it was one of uh, it was a high-ranking guy, and uh, I should have wrote his name down in Hitler's army, that actually was the head of this German-American Bund because the uh, the Nazis, Hitler, actually wanted to expand. And just try to infiltrate globally, you know, all across the world. And what better place than America? Because actually a lot of those uh, miscegenation laws and the race mixing laws and things like that in Germany and uh, how they were going to discriminate against Jewish folks and other folks who were non-Germans or non-white, I should say there the group of lawyers that uh that were part of the nazi regime actually sat down and studied jim crow laws and miscegenation laws here of the united states and that actually gave the blueprint to some of the harshest laws in nazi germany a lot of folks do not know that um and I i think i retweeted a link about it uh let me give let me give y'all the link i think i put it on the facebook page make sure y'all like the facebook page i think i'm gonna start fucking with facebook again but i post a lot of great articles on the um do rags and boat shoes uh facebook page so it's just do rags and the ampersand and boat shoes right so let me uh find this article really really quick um god damn it okay so it's on truthdig.com and um so basically there was an interview going on with this guy who was uh who's wrote a book um let me see here um give me just a second it's by james whitman and uh i think it's called deutsch reich i think that's the name of it no it's not i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, hitler's american model so it's the united states in the making of nazi race law by professor whitman and i really i think i might pick this up just to read about it but yeah check out the uh, truth dig It's called uh nazis based race laws on u.s jim crow policies and that is that is wild right but anyway so i was wrong you know i was I was speaking about, you know, especially during Charlottesville, that, you know, these people are running around here with Nazi armbands, doing Hitler salutes and uh, all this other shit while their grandfathers, you know, fought, uh, you know, against Germany, you know, seven years ago, you know, uh, 80 years ago, I'm sorry, um, you know, almost 80 years ago, fighting against, you know, the, 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 uh, the Nazi Germany, but a lot of there was a lot of americans that was sympathetic to this cause especially how you know this was what in the 30s so this was way before the civil rights act passed 30 some years before that 20 some years before that and you know this is just was running rampant so you had these little german pockets of uh you know, people who, German-Americans and who were just Nazi sympathizers and who dressed up in the garb and threw out the Hitler salutes and you had these little white kids going to these Nazi camps and throwing out salutes and all this other shit. And, uh, you know, I was wrong. You know, I was thinking that uh, a lot of these alt-right members today, you know, they're traitors to their families because their grandparents, you know, fought against Nazi Germany, but they could have been, you know, some of these uh, uh, friends in New Germany or the German-American Bund. You know, and uh, that German-American bun held a huge rally at Madison Square Garden and they were doing Nazi salutes to the American flag. What does that remind you of? Yeah, it reminds you of that fucking all right, right right? And them throwing up Nazi salutes and talking about hail Trump and all this other bullshit. So that was my bad. It was my bad. I should have did a little bit more history. So that was me selling hope like dope. And I'm sorry for that. You know, I was thinking that, you know, folks back in the 30s was all about saying, you know, fuck a Nazi. You know, all this other shit and squash Nazis. But what's crazy about that Madison Square Garden thing, uh, there was over... Hold on just a second. My bad. I'm tripping. Uh, I heard my uh, alarm go off like somebody opened the door or something, but it was just my wife letting boo in the house. Boo chain. Sorry about that. But yeah, what I was saying is, what's crazy about uh, the Madison Square Garden uh, Nazi rally by the American Bund, the German American Bund thing, was it's about twenty over twenty thousand people showed up to that day, You know, screaming German salutes and throwing up the hail Hitler, you know sign to the american flag and there was a huge um there was a huge uh poster of george washington and you can just look this up all you got to do is google you know german american bun and um but on the outside you had police like all around madison square garden protecting it because there were so many Uh, protesters outside uh protesting and i think people said it was over a hundred thousand people outside protesting this uh, german american bun thing and this was going on right before uh, this was going on uh when the world war was happening but america wasn't involved yet american was america was just kind of sitting on the fence and remember i told y'all that there was some uh some weirdo shit going on on twitter now a lot of these alt writers and these uh these outright nazis they're talking about america was on the wrong they have these memes posted saying that america was on the wrong side of the world war ii and all this other weirdo shit and uh you know talking about a white ethno state and things like that And, and this is terrifying It is uh, not in the sense of being frozen, but just to see that there was Nazi sympathizers and people who wanted to be a part of that party, you know, during uh, those times in the 30s at the height of it and uh, when they were, you know, uh putting those uh Jewish folks in concentration camps and uh you know gas chambers and shit like that you know we had people over here in America like oh okay cool but at the same time you have to look at it this was Jim Crow era this was uh you know a few years before you know the make a great make America great um, era that uh, so many people talk about you know in the 50s right before the civil rights uh situations happened you know when the government was giving out all these handouts and things like that to white folks giving out jobs and easy loans and shit like that so also um let's talk about in selling hope like dope uh the nfl uh so uh president trump thought that he could flex his muscle and he was bigging up jerry jones for uh jerry jones talking about he was going to bench players who did not stand for the national anthem shit like that and roger goodell held like a press conference today to say that even though it's he would like to see all players stand for the flag they are not going to penalize or fine players who kneel do something else during the national anthem and that this just pissed off so many egg avatars on twitter they were just pissed pissed like a motherfucker you know because they just wanted these big black brutes to go out there and you know uh bash each other's brains in and run and catch a football and all this other shit and dance in the end zone that's all that they wanted them niggers to do that's exactly what they wanted them big black niggers to do that's all they wanted them to do was just play football don't remind me of how we treat y'all and people who look like you in this country just play fucking football so the nfl i thought it was leaning towards you know making it mandatory for people to stand for the flag and shit like that but we know mandatory patriotism forced by the government is nothing but fascism we know that but that's been selling hope like damn dope this portion of Do-Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L as in, hey yo my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? Alright, so moving on to holding this damn L. Let me get my mic right. Y'all bear with me. Bear with me. Here we go. Alright, so first things first, uh holding this L. Is we got uh two nominees here. We're gonna have not nominees, two winners, two losers. Um, So, first one is going to be Apple's Vice President of Diversity and Inclusion, Denise Young-Smith. She apologized in a leaked email to staff about her comments at the One Young World Summit. And what did the Vice President of Diversity and and Inclusion say? She said, 12 white, blue-eyed, blonde men can be diverse. And what makes this even worse is that Denise is a black woman. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to just leave it at that. All right. And then our second winner, second loser, has to be Kevin Wilshaw. He was part of the National Front. He was a prominent figure in the National Front, which is a white supremacist organization disguised as a far right group across the pond over in Britain and France. And uh this guy was a part of that in the eighties and he's been a neo-Nazi uh up until this day. Well not I shouldn't say to this day, but he is giving up on the on, on his groups, his uh white supremacist views and all this other shit because he is gay and he's part Jewish. His mama is half a Jew, so he's a quarter Jewish right but it wasn't until members of one of his white supremacist groups suspected that he was gay and started turning their attention towards him that he sought out the uh, the uh, sought out help from the nonprofit hope not hate to get him up out the life that's amazing ain't it so this man spent he said in the interview on Channel 4 news across the pond uh, that he was uh infatuated he you know wanted to be a part of these nazis and all this other shit in the far right when he was about 11 years old because his father was a part of the right he took it a step further and uh this man terrorized black folks across the pond uh, jewish folks gay folks and uh this man was a quarter jewish and gay so he started receiving that hate tenfold from members of his own white supremacist group now all of a sudden all this shit is bad really so you was out here beating the brakes off of black folks and jewish folks over there in britain london you know terrorizing folks and now all of a sudden uh because it's now it's aimed towards your old ass he's 58 now now all of a sudden it's wrong fuck out of here and hold this l you win perfect All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. I have to give it to everyone who donated to the uh, Philando, rest in peace, um, Feeds the Children Fund. The initial goal was $5,000, but over 2,000 donors got the fund up to $72,000, and that will be enough to wipe out the debt of students in the St. Paul School District for the whole school year this fund was started by a local community college professor named pam fergus so it's a bright light on a sad event Uh, rest in peace to philando castile who was killed up there when he uh let uh, that punk bitch officer yanez know that he had a concealed carry permit and he was holding a weapon Uh, he did he did have a weapon on him and you know this guy just unloaded rounds in the car you know took a step back and just started firing at philando castile and uh you know it's called philando uh, feeds the children fund because he he was a worker at one of the schools and what he would do he would actually pay for students uh meals who who weren't up to date on their uh, school you know uh food funds so um and i and i recommend people do that uh, stop by a local elementary school, junior high or high school and just, you know, pay just a random students tab. You know, if you have the money to do that, uh, just go and stop in and, you know, hey, is there anybody who with the past do account balance and how much is it? And, you know, just go ahead and pay it, you know, drop you know that 10 20 30 dollars you know just to help that child out i know a lot of these schools like to shun kids if they don't have it you know they'll have them eating some old bullshit maybe like a butter sandwich or some shit like that or they even um will uh will not even feed the kids some schools and then there was another uh there's an incident at a school where they were uh basically uh shunning the child you know in front of everybody and things like that and berating the students and that that's not right it's not right at all it's not the child's fault you know you don't know what those kids go through you know when, once they're out of school so um you know but shout out to everybody who donated to that fund that's not all heroes wear capes all right so moving on to health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth and this quote comes from uh reginald Hudlin. uh this is a director who d- did movies like house party uh serving sarah um boomerang and he's now doing the new uh the movie that's out now about thurgood marshall called marshall uh, starring chadwick uh boseman and uh Uh, i was listening to an interview that he was doing and uh this is the quote he said he said history does not repeat itself it rhymes and it just just blew me away hearing that and i think it's perfect for the time that we are in even though you know we are in a lyric of the song of life of uh you know dealing with uh racism white supremacy and dealing with all these other isms you know it ain't the same fight that our uh, parents had it ain't the same fight that our grandparents had it's not the same fight that our great pa- grandparents had it's not the same fight that our great great grandparents had and the sure show ain't the fight that our great 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 grandparents had um so i say that to say this uh we do have to look to the past and see you know how they dealt with certain things and uh we're going to have to you know deal with it in our own way Um, What we're doing right now is great. There's a there's an awakening here in America, North America with uh, the darker folks of this continent. And, um, you know, we have to keep fighting a good fight and we have to just stay strong and we have to, you know, lift each other up and support each other. And we have to just do what's right. We really do have to do what's right. Uh, You know what's on your heart. You know what you need to do and just do it. You know, we really have to start thinking about the little ones, you know, below us. You know, our kids, you know, even grandkids or, you know, our little nieces and nephews. And we have to make this this country better for them. You know, even if we got to fight our whole lifetime, if it means it's going to be easier for them. Hell yeah. Keep on doing it. But uh, that's been episode 100 of Do-Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, just stay tuned next week uh, episode 101 to be coming to you it'll be on time uh, this past Tuesday uh, I was hanging out with my father-in-law he was helping me get my pool covered finally so I can stop fishing out leaves from uh, our pool and you know uh, we were just talking about different things you know with life and give, giving me some some great advice uh, you know so that's why the show is a little bit late you know just spending some quality time with you know with the in-law with my father-in-law and you know just having a good time so but you still got the episode you still can listen while you are at work on a friday ain't that amazing you can listen on a friday you know if you choose to or you can listen to it tonight on thursday uh but it's, it's totally up to you and uh you know it was breaking news that uh you know the General Kelly came out and said that uh, President uh, Trump, the Cheeto in chief, did say that um, to the young lady about Sergeant uh, the widow of Sergeant David, uh, who was killed over there in Niger in Africa. He did say that. But then they're trying to backpedal and say that. You know it was taken out of context and all this other shit i don't know what context you can say that in to a widow to a woman who's just lost her her husband and the father of her kids i I just don't know and this man like i said before on the summer jam screen he just lies so much that you don't know what to believe and i and i had a feeling that he said that because i haven't seen any type of empathy from this man uh from what happened in charlottesville to uh the hurricanes to uh the uh what happened in puerto rico with him you know with the uh, steph curry wrist with the reggie miller wrist shooting out the damn uh paper towels this this man is just very incompetent and uh you know uh, there is an article on Mother Jones that I need to read. It's a very long article, but it's talking about how there has been some voter fraud going on, uh, starting with Wisconsin. And the Mother Jones that website is very thorough. They, they have data and statistics to back up everything. So I'm going to get that uh, read and then I will, uh, you know, let y'all know what's going on, my assertion of it. And uh, but anyways, um, I'm rambling. Uh, I'm just excited about what's to come with this podcast. But I love y'all as always. And I will see y'all next week. One.